This is your friendly spoiler alert from Marvel and Makeup. MCU spoilers ahead. Welcome to Marvel Makeup. I'm Quincy. And I'm Kay. And this is a podcast where I teach Quincy a little bit about Marvel. And I teach Kay a little bit about makeup. Hey, Quincy. How's Hi. it going? Uh, can I just say you and I, okay, this this week, we're not matching. We are But not. we are wearing Laker col- Laker. Lakers colors. That's true. That is <laughs> true. We are very, and you're gi- very, you're giving very much like um, uh, early Apple days, uh, computer programmer from the 70s type yes, vibe, I, I should say. be. I should be in the next. Next, next Steve Jobs movie. Yes, yes. And and if you haven't seen the Steve Jobs movie, well, that's okay because that's all we're going to talk about. But we are going to talk about Marvel movies, which have come out um, and reveal information. So spoiler alert to anyone who has not spoiler seen. Spoiler alert. All the things that we're going to talk about today, specifically the one movie uh, that we are talking about, The Incredible Hulk. Oh my goodness. Which was so incredible. I actually really loved this movie. Oh, cool. That is interesting. Really? I'm so curious to know because I was like, I wonder if this is the, I I am peripherally aware um, Mm -hmm. that I feel like one of the Iron, no, no, no. One of the Hulks was not like popular or something. There was another Hulk movie. Yes. Yes. That was uh, directed by Ang Lee. Um, that uh, I feel like I saw that one. I think I, I saw might have that seen that one. one in I the don't theater. remember. I remember it. It had Eric like Bana s- in it. Yeah, maybe. I yeah. think that's the but one I saw. this is not that one. No, 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 this no. This is the Marvel Studios one, mm-hmm. which uh, came out June 13th, 2008, was directed by Louis Letterer. He uh, also directed the Transporter movies and uh, the first Now You See Me, which was like that movie about like kind of like cool edgy magicians. Do you remember that movie? Mm-hmm. It had like Jesse Eisenberg in it. Well, he directed mm-hmm. those movies as well. Okay. And Ooh. this movie. So, okay. yeah, it stars Edward Norton Which, as who I Bruce loved. Banner. Yeah, I loved. It. Uh, I don't know. I th- okay. So there's a point when I'm watching it, and I was like, "There's that scene where he's in the soda factory, and then that uh-huh. one girl like gives him a look, and I was yeah. like." The she one girl never. who's absolutely gorgeous, of course, because but like, all has, women must be gorgeous in yes, Marvel movies. But like, she looks at him and is like, "Oh, he's cute." And I was like, "You wouldn't think he was cute." And then I was like, <laughs> I mean, "He is kind of cute." And then I had to ask myself, like, "Is Eric, Eric, um, not Eric? Is Edward, Edward Norton. Norton a basic white boy, white man?" Uh, and I would. I mean, I feel like he has that. You know what he does? He has that boyish, classic boyish type look. I feel like, you know, if when he was like a teen, if he was like in a romantic comedy, which he probably has been at some point, like he was probably the the friend of the girl who you know, she's in love with him. Uh-huh, she, he's uh-huh. in love with her, but doesn't say anything because she actually likes whatever other guy. And he uh-huh. like he's the one that talks to her about uh-huh. her love life. He's like but sensitive and stuff. Exactly. I don't exactly. know. All this to say, I was like, okay, if he's a basic white boy, I guess like I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I mean, he, he does give off that. I guess he does give off that vibe. But here's the thing. He's like, the, he's the kind of like opposite version of like 
you know, Tony Stark, Iron Man, you know, yes. Tony yes. Stark's like ladies, man, you know, um, very outward, chauvinistic and like out there. He's very introverted, uh-huh. very shy and doesn't want to necessarily be. He's he's not like a person who's like, yes, I want to be out there in yeah. the fight, you know? Um, Maybe my inner child, not my inner child, my childhood self who was very much like that is relating to him. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. Well, and so here's the thing. For me, this is a movie, of all the movies, this is probably my least favorite. Just in really? the sense. Yeah, because it's, I've seen it the least. And Interesting. And the reason why is because it was, at the time, I still didn't know that this was going to be a whole universe thing. So I uh-huh. didn't know. And Bruce Banner isn't like, oh, the the Hulk, he's not necessarily a, a character that I immediately am just like, oh, I remember, like, he wasn't an, a known superhero to me. I mean, Iron I Man see. wasn't either, but, like, I felt like Ar- Iron Man was such a moment. Uh-huh. And then and then Hulk was kind of like, and and here's the next one it, we're going to throw at you guys. And so I I, it didn't, like, at the Resonate time, with you. Yeah, yeah. And I think because I had just seen the Ang Lee one, I was just uh-huh. like, oh, I've just, I just... You know, I just went through that whole story. I don't need to see it again. Got you know? it. Well, I was so okay. So two things. Mm-hmm. Speaking of the, you just saw the Ang Lee one. I saw because this was on Amazon, um, and it was the only Marvel movie that wasn't on Am- uh, the Disney, Disney Plus, Plus, right? And then Amazon has that cool trivia, and you know they're talking about how this was the rights to this was owned by Universal. So I wanted right. to know, is that why it's not available on Disney Plus? Yes, yes. So Disney didn't buy Marvel until the next year, 2009. I see. So, and I think the reason why, like, the whole rights issue is because, you know, Hulk is one of those characters that has had a lot of, like, properties made mm-hmm. out of it previously. Mm-hmm. And I think because of all of those other, like, projects... They still don't it completely said specifically control the, the character. Yeah, yeah, like the uh, uni- uh, Universal owned the rights to Hulk because they had produced the TV series exactly. prior to exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's why it was. It's still kind of in this kind of like nebulous zone, which is why for me it is one of those kind of like on the outside type movies. That's not like so weaved into the whole mm-hmm. MCU. I mean, just the fact that Edward Norton doesn't come back as the Hulk later on yes. in the later movies. In the later yes. movies. I'm aware that he's, he doesn't play. Yeah, I, I'm aware of that. Um, yeah. Sidebar, I just think it's amazing that they had Iron Man and this movie come out at the same time. Same year, yeah. And I'm wondering, was it partially because the rights were owned by different people? Or like, do you know anything about that? I know what? All I can, I don't know exactly what it is, but all I can just think at this time is just like, since at the time it wasn't such like a, you know, since they were still in the beginning of it, like Uh they didn't maybe have as much power over like how they wanted it released, you know, all that stuff. I'm sure there's so many places on the internet where this is totally explained, but like, Uh I, I don't know. I don't know the intricate details. I just remember my experience of how i received the movie yeah um and 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 remembering how i received it um when watching it again because this is another thing i hadn't when i first saw this movie i think i had not watched it from the beginning so i the whole like credit part where like they're actually showing you the backstory of the hulk during the credits i think i had missed that 
because oh okay so that's what i was going to talk to you about was yeah. like um again the amazon trivia thing pulled up and they said edward R- norton rewrote or like re like once he got the script added rewrote it or right, right. edited it and so i guess that trailer part was con- like was the backstory and i thought yes. that was such a very such an interesting way to introduce the backstory of a thing right. without taking up movie time yeah yeah because and i think his whole kind of like uh justification for that was like everybody already knows this already yes so like we're just gonna show it through the credits and then get to the actual like, story part mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um which you know is an interesting choice because you know the first movie of every you know superhero franchise it's usually like the origin story and yeah. how they got the powers and all that part but he was like no 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 there's been the tv show there's been all these other things um we're just going to get to where i want to start the story yeah I felt it was much grittier, like that opening sequence really set you up for how gritty it was. Um, I also thought it was so interesting color wise. There was a huge I'm sure if we were to do a deep dive on color motif, Mm. like that whole trailer was like very dark, very, you know, had this green tinge. Right. And then throughout the movie, I noticed uh specific, you know there was a lot of um there's like the Mr. Blue, Mr. Green. Yeah. Um Betty even refers to um the pizza sh- the dish she wants as Mr. Pink. Oh, so I thought yeah. that was very interesting that you know that color motif from the jump was throughout well, the movie. You know, when it comes to color he is, you know, known as the big green guy, so it it is kind of like a piece of his his character that is kind of, you know, every, yeah. everyone kind of associates with him it's like oh he's getting angry so he's gonna turn green but here was where i thought was interesting though was he was in red throughout most of the movie huh he is in red most of the movie he's in a red jacket he's in a red shirt he's in a red hat there's a lot of red throughout the movie and then a lot of like primary colors and then you know i and i'm sure you know again if we were to sit down and rewatch it there's moments where like he'll come from like a uh, red or red setting and then he'll walk over and it'll be very blue and then fight scenes will cut in between very dark greens and then like gray blues it was very interesting to just watch the color schemes and palettes that they used Wow, that's yeah. very interesting. That's not something that necessarily popped to it me. Stuck but, out to, yeah. but you know, yeah. every every director, I guess, every it makes kind of like everyone was kind of like you starting at the very beginning of the MCU, like filling out how they wanted to tell these stories, and I mm-hmm. feel like that's how that guy wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I wanted to point out, which actually relates to Iron Man as well, because I don't think we mentioned it. Do uh, do you know? Uh, what Stan Lee looks like when I say Stan yes. Lee? Yes. Okay. Great, Sorry, great, that was loud. <laughs> do I and know you, who how, what he looks like? Yes, 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 yes. And you know that he is pretty much the father of Marvel because he was yes, crit- and he makes creators. like the cameos. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. Well, did you catch his cameo in this one? Yes. Okay, it was good. the soda scene. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was so funny because when I saw the soda scene and it was green, I for some reason thought it was hot sauce. I was like, oh, is it hot sauce? <laughs> I kind of like this. I don't know if it's on the nose, but like, is it hot sauce? Because uh, Hulk gets hot and like gets angry and like spicy. <laughs> 
And then it was so done. And I was like, well, why couldn't they have done the hot sauce? And I was like, oh, I guess it's cooler for Stanley to like drink the soda and like not put talk like hot sauce on a taco and then eat it. I don't know. That was just like the the rabbit hole my brain went down. Okay, okay. Because it was like coming from Brazil and you're just like It wasn't even that. It was just I think I just had Chipotle. I had Chipotle okay. last week and one of the favorite salsas I only I only ever get the the green sauce the oh. green Tabasco from Chipotle. And is that hot? Because It's not even that hot. It's sweet. And that's yeah. the only time I ever have that green Tabasco. And so I guess having seen that and I saw the bottles, I was like, oh, green hot sauce. Okay. So so we're coming to the conclusion that residual Chipotle can influence how Quincy sees movies. Yes. Mm-hmm. So good thing mm-hmm. to know. Mm-hmm. Good thing mm-hmm. to know. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so if down the line, you're just like, for some reason, I was thinking about tonkatsu when he did that. And I was like, did you, you have tonkatsu? earlier yes, probably be like, yes. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tonkatsu actually sounds amazing right now. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll still so have to watch out for that. Um mm-hmm. but uh, so I mentioned that because last time we I forgot to mention that he you know is has a cameo in uh, the MCU movies, every single movie. And in the first one, do you remember seeing him in the first one? It's very quick. I remember seeing him because uh, I am aware Stanley makes um cameos. I mm-hmm. for the life of me, because my memory is a goldfish now, I could not tell you off the top of my head. But if you told me, I'd be like, yes. Okay. So as a reminder, he plays, technically, he plays Hugh Hefner because uh, Tony Stark is like, walking oh, around yeah. The party. He's like, hey, Hugh. And then he turns around and Stan. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He always plays these. Uh, yeah. 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 I do remember that. Um, speaking of. Uh, Stan, I just think it's, it will be like a fun kind of Where's Waldo that we can play. Yeah. Yes. 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 yes I love that. Um, two things. One, I also noticed the pizza shop that. Um, mm-hmm. Bruce Banner goes to is called Stanley's Pizza, which was yes. so funny. Yeah, yeah I was yeah. like, oh, look at that. Um, speaking of Iron Man, I went back and watched the credit. Okay, the, the, yes, the, the, the after credit, credit, yeah, after credit scene. Um, to be honest, um, I had finished the Hulk and wait waited for their after. Cre- well, I feel like for on I the forgot. yeah on I the Amazon one, they didn't I, have one. They didn't have it. Yes, I, did I feel not, like they're they're after credits. Like it wasn't one. after credits. Say what again? I didn't know on that one they didn't have the after credits because technically, I think the, what had happened when it originally was in the theaters was that last scene was the after credits scene. I yes. think so. That's what yeah. it felt like. That's what it yeah, felt yeah, like. Yeah. Okay, so seeing that after having seen Iron Man, I was like, what? Like that was great because I was like, because as I was like watching it, I was like, oh yeah, this is like, I wonder if they're gonna do like a crossover thing. And then like when Tony Stark walks in, I was like, what? Um, like I, because I didn't know it was gonna be like that direct, and I just yeah. seen Iron Man, you know, yes. two, one or two weeks ago. Um, so then when I saw the after credit scene with Samuel L. Jackson in which Iron you watched Man, after the Hulk, right? Yes, after okay, the Hulk. Okay, okay, so um, yeah, you were kind of spoiled yourself a little bit because they yes, mentioned... Yes, it just yeah. didn't... Um, well, it still worked. It still, it still was a nice surprise. Um, I think it's because, one, I am aware of Samuel L. Jackson being... Mm-hmm. Um, what's his name? Nick what's Fury. Nick Fury. I always like it. It's a very like stormy name. Nick Fury, um, director of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yes, I, I am aware of that. So it wasn't as impactful. And I think, too, the reason it didn't hit as hard was I'm not sure if I've ever seen like and I guess this is the excitement of the MCU is 
another character from another movie be in another character's movie. Right. You know, right. so Samuel L. Jackson just felt like a new character they introduced, uh, like I a see. new plot point versus mm-hmm. Tony Stark showing up in the Hulk's movie was like, what? I just saw you in this other movie. And yeah. What are you doing it? So that's what was really exciting mm-hmm. and cool. I see. I see. So yeah. that that uh, that seed was uh, had a bigger impact because you had, you know, it was more prevalent in your mind, which is you had never seen Nick Fury yeah. before. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Um, and, and, you know, that kind of brings into the fact of like, you know, this was the second movie that that this happened. So that this was kind of like revolutionary at that point of just like, wait, yes. what? What yeah. oh they're they're trying to do this. Okay. Mm-hmm, like that's mm-hmm. what made it like mm-hmm. the, the extra little bit interesting. And it's the very beginnings of this. Yeah. Um yeah, but you know, just to say that like we've come so far from that moment and you know things have changed, but they were able, they still were able to thread stuff. Mm-hmm. Um and, and just like to harken back to kind of what we talked about before about you know as we go into these new movies there's going to be you know talk of like different different universes different different timelines so even though things may not necessarily quite line up like the fact that you know edward norton doesn't come back and play the hulk that Mm -hmm. the characters do show up in different places and even though the storylines don't specifically align for me and i think for like depending on what your niche of the MCU is like it it's all it's all part of it so we shouldn't focus so much on like well that doesn't make sense how come he's mm-hmm. not so and so and he's so and so and he mm-hmm. doesn't come back you know mm-hmm. like cuz for me like one of the things that um that that's kind of ongoing is with the whole like the conversion of like the television thing about how like shows that came out before in these early phases don't necessarily line up with the current phases specifically agents of shield which i see again i love agents of shield it's one of my favorite shows but it as of now like its timeline doesn't currently line up with i see the current mcu but to me uh i feel it is part of the mcu because yeah it, there are there are so many specific seeds that do cross over into that series got um it, so that's my it. little agents of shield rant uh because i love the show so much i, love it. <laughs> I um, also i think part of the reason my mind got blown so hard too is as i was watching this i was aware of you know, it being a universe. And I know eventually, like, everyone comes together. Mm-hmm. But I think part of the mind-blown moment was, like, I literally, as I was wa- watching this, I was like, I wonder how, like, meanwhile, is Iron Manning, is Iron Man Iron Manning as we speak? Like, right, like, right. You know? What's he so up then, to? So then as, as it's wrapping up, yeah, I'm like, what is he up to? How far in the future or past is this? And then to see that transpi- transpire on screen while as I'm writing notes was part of the- I was like, what? Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Well, and you know, the next one is Iron Man 2. So we do come back to it. And I feel like, again, it's up to you to kind of like, that's where kind of your imagination can happen, which I think is mm-hmm. fun. Like, I feel some people are on the like the other side. They're like, well, if this happened then and then that that means this happened at this point. And that doesn't make sense. But it's like, no, that's where your imagination and like, you know, uh, what happens in between like is up to you. And it's just like, you know, worlds, worlds keep happening and they don't necessarily have to tell you every single story mm-hmm. or you can just make up your own stories and, you mm-hmm. know, have fun doing that. Yeah. Um, but in terms of, uh, you know, the Hulk, um, 
um, I kind of, I kind of uh, mentioned so many things that happened in 2008 last time. Uh-huh. And so like this time, I was like, oh, I kind of ran out of things to mention because it's still in the same year. Uh-huh. It got released. Um, so I just wanted to dig dig more into the fact that like it was released in 2008, and and some of the mo- other movies that came out that year um, were uh, uh, Kung Fu Panda, Wall-E, Love Guru. Um, that was specifically in the month of June. Kung Fu Panda Kung came Fu out in Panda. 2008? Yeah, yeah. Kung they- Fu Panda feels like it came out like yesterday. Oh, really? I, I don't mean, know why. I mean... There are there were sequels to it too. Um, yes, I just it just feels so not old. Like Wally feels very like because I remember watching that in theaters and, and mm-hmm. like that. I don't know. I guess Wally is anchored in a very specific place in my head, and Kung Fu Panda just seems to have like always been around. Like recently, yeah. you know I, mean? I don't True. know. It feels they. I That's mean, they they turn it into TV shows and yeah. other stuff like that. Um, and then like just some other things that were other movies that came out that year. Dark Knight actually ended up being came out that year, and that was the highest grossing movie that that year. Yeah, girl, I just did the Batman trilogy. Oh, you did Dark Knight. Dark Knight. Um, the Dark Knight trilogy with Christian Bale. Oh my goodness. Um, sidebar. Um, we're watching Heath Ledger. I'm watching Heath Ledger and. And I'm like, you know, yeah. He was 26 when he did that movie. Yeah, so yeah, 26, and he passed away when he was 28. And then it was a trip to be like, I'm older than you, you know, like Ooh! yeah, mm-hmm. it was such a trip. I also remember, yeah, I remember, yeah, wow, I did not know that all those, yeah, all those yeah. movies came out at the same so, time. Wow, so, that was like a kind of like a very big movie year. Oh, it was, it was, and and so it's so so kind of like interesting to think like that that and that's you know dark knight is batman which is dc the other kind of like major comic book universe to know that they were having kind of that moment at that moment while mcu was just kind of beginning kind of sh- like shows you how kind of like fluid like the times can be like they were having they were th- having those epic like they were on top at that moment. Mm-hmm. But now, mm-hmm. since then, things have shifted. So, so things are so different now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I just wanted to like mention that because that was, you know, I thought that was a very interesting tidbit. Mm-hmm. But you know, we, we should dive kind of deeper into Hulk. Okay. Um, I feel like, um, you know, it is it is Bruce Banner story. His whole thing, kind of like the thing about Bruce Banner, is like he's always on the run. So I don't know if you noticed, but there were just a lot of scenes of him, like you know, trekking, <laughs> you know, uh-huh. hitchhiking, uh, walking. Um, yes. So that's kind of one of the major themes. I love that how the movie throughout, just especially with the for the location in Brazil, how cramped everything felt, mm-hmm. and like with him essentially being like an animalistic beast thing, it was very interesting because it's constantly about trying to like corner him, right? Yeah. I thought that's and I keeping his heart rate fun. in a very specific. You know, you know, yeah. er, you know, a, a certain amount, so he doesn't go outside of those. You know, that heart rate line. Question with the heart rate thing: It's just it doesn't matter why his heart rate goes up. It's just as long as his heart rate goes up. Yeah, in the in I believe so. In the uh, logic of that movie, as long as he stays under like two hundred, mm-hmm. like he's good. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so but as soon as he goes over that's when he starts converting gotcha gotcha gotcha, yeah but i think also what i appreciated about this movie was like he was very much on a mission to kind of like control it and 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 at this point like trying to get rid of it so Mm -hmm. like he wasn't necessarily trying to understand how to like live with it um which you know is an interesting thread that they kind of explore later on Mm -hmm. and but you know in this movie he had his main focus was to be like you know experiment experiment try to get it out try to Mm -hmm. talk to mr blue and figure out have him figure out like how to how to get rid of it you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um yeah at that point I, i remember at one point i can't remember like towards the latter half of the movie i was like bro you just gotta go like to a monastery like, like <laughs> yeah yeah like if or just get really good at meditating because yeah or you know find some show you really really like and just put that stuff on a yeah. loop and you know you know veg out um, yeah can i say though uh on the flip side of that okay so for some i love Liv tyler i love me some Liv tyler oh she yeah she is just so captivating on screen and i realized she essentially kind of plays the same character as like in Armageddon, like mm-hmm. she's like, like ethereal daughter, who, yes, who has like the scary dad, and she like fights for the, the the guy. Um, I loved her when she was yelling that one moment when they come out of the cab and she screams. I was like, because she's always like, Bruce, you know. And then for her to like scream, I was like, I could listen to her, watch her Hulk out all day. Yeah, yeah. I really like. For me, I like it when women get like emotional, like violently emotional, because um, it shows that they're just not like the damsels. You know, mm-hmm. it's like I want to, you know, I want, I, I, ha- I know what I want to happen, and I have a voice in the situation. And yeah, for mm-hmm. me, the moment where she like yells, "Dad!" like at the tank, and oh, like, I wasn't even thinking that. I was when she yells at the ca- cab, the cab driver. <laughs> because she yells at the cab driver for driving too fast (laughs) that's where i was like yes girl yes (laughs) sorry it wasn't it wasn't the dad it wasn't the okay so it wasn't the emotional father daughter uh, uh, emotional relationship moment it was her yelling at the cab okay got it got it got it but sorry go on um you about the the dad and the yeah so for me her emotional uh arc really shined when she was standing in front of a tank and being like dad i know you're in there like I yeah was that like, was yes. cool i was like yes girl call him out this military mm-hmm. man who has just one focus you know you know change his path um mm-hmm. but yeah so for me that was the moment she shined. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um uh, speaking sorry. of <laughs> supporting players <laughs> that's uh, so funny um speaking of supporting players in this movie you have um some great little um tidbits um you actually have um oh gosh uh uh uh, the guy who plays Phil Dumphy, what, what is his name? I'm totally Ty blanking. Burrell. Okay, Ty, Ty Burrell. Burrell. No, Ty Ty Burrell. So yes. I saw his name in the credits, and I uh-huh. was like, Ty Burrell going to be in this? Wait, and in the credits? He, oh, oh, okay, at the beginning, not the yeah. credits, the, the the opening sequence. Okay, um, okay. Uh, I was like, was, like so excited. Credits, like, he was in that. <laughs> no, so he was in the beginning. So I know, I forget. Wasn't he in a movie where he plays like an evil Nazi? Oh, or I don't know if that was a sketch. Maybe. So I was just waiting. For, I was waiting for his like, I thought he was going to play like a villain maybe because I, I don't know how far into the opening sequence his name pops up, but 
it popped up and I was like, oh, if they're going to include his name, like he must play a, a very big major role. Part, yeah. Um, yeah. And it was like, OK. Um, yeah. I mean, he's I just, the I don't other know, guy, I guess, you know. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it was great seeing him just to see him in a drama, drama like a, a movie that's dramatic since I know him from Modern Family. Yeah, and be such a, a comedian. Well, for me, for me, I was very proud of I was, uh, you know, when I was watching it, I was like, oh, OK. Oh, yeah, he's the other guy. But, you know, Bruce Banner is going to show up and she's kind of going to like be all into the back into that. And so, you know, I kind of felt bad for him because she like, you know, things switched so fast. And she was like, you know, oh, I'm, I'm kind of like all in now with the, you know, uh-huh. with Bruce, even though he's been gone for all this long time. Uh-huh. So I, so I out loud while I was watching it, I was like, ah, oh, poor Phil Dumphy, more like <laughs> Phil Dumphy. Oh no. And I was like, oh my God, that's such a dad joke. But I was so proud of myself. I don't Listen, know why. Hey, I yes. love dad jokes because I cannot make pun jokes to save my life. And I actually actively try to make pun jokes and I cannot land them. Okay. So well, I admire that. So I so that's that's was my contribution to the Phil Dumphy moment. I was like, that's like Phil Dumphy. Yeah. Oh, I, I oh, loved that his was, that made me giggle though. I, that's so funny. I, I loved his moment with the dad though when um yeah. that confrontation scene was very nice. Just like how he told him off without telling him off. Yeah. And he was like trying to do you you realize he was just trying to do the right thing. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. And, um, you know, more about the supporting cast. Uh, did you, uh, you, so you mentioned that you had read a little bit about the TV show version that came out uh, in the past. No, it was the just whole- the Am- Amazon trivia. They were just okay. like, just so you know, that was, that was towards the end. Um, well, yeah. in the TV version, uh, the, the actor who played the Hulk was Lou Ferrigno. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're familiar with him, but did you notice that he is also in the movie? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, yes and no. Um, so uh, Amazon trivia. Amazon has this function is, called X-ray. Amazon. Okay. No, so so you're, just, if you, you're learning everything from Amazon. Trivia. Well, like yeah, no, seriously, because it was like it popped up, and I, I am familiar with his face, but it mentioned like he was the only person who's ever been in the movie twice or something, and I quite didn't understand that. I was like, oh, what, what does that? What does that mean? He was in the I movie think, twice. I think, I think he was like in the original or something. He oh. was in the series, and then he was also in this movie. I think. Okay. Right? Okay. Yeah. I, I that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. He's played the character twice. I guess. Yes. 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 So, um, or in two Hulk properties, I guess mm-hmm. that would be what that means. But yeah, yeah, he played the security guard who, like, you know, he's like trying to get up to the top stairs and he's like oh if i give you a pizza and he's like okay i'll take the pizza you know so that's kind of like an easter eggy type thing um another thing is uh the uh um uh, the kid who is like in the computer lab when Ed and uh-huh. Edward Norton's in the lab, he actually comes back later in the MCU. I don't want to spoil it for you, but don't. But yes, it just, I remember just, seeing him. Yeah, yeah. He his name is Martin Starr. He's he was from Freaks and Geeks. I don't know if you're, did you you watch Freaks seen, and Geeks? I haven't seen Freaks. Freaks but and he's Geeks. like he's more of a comedic type actor too. But he actually will also oh, return cool. as well. So that's it's so really cool. it's, I don't know. It's so interesting how like. There's very specific people who kind of come back, but it's like, but Edward Norton doesn't come back. Yeah. So, but that's why I say again, like it's all, it's all part of it. And like, you know, the, there's, if you, if you were to have enough imagination, it it all technically can work. Yeah. In terms of like. Speaking of the trivia stuff, um, 
with the, the Mr. Blue stuff too. I guess mm-hmm. that uh, I read it too quickly, so I could be saying this wrong. But um, the Mr. Blue character, he like plays the same character name in Reservoir Dogs, and so someone was saying it was like a nod to Reservoir right. Dogs with the Mr. Pink, Mr. Blue, Mr. Green. That I think that's another. I think that's a thing as well. Like I don't know specifically about it, but I can see how that could be related because they do mention color so much. You know, yeah. That Does is that kind come of a major back thing. later? Um, I don't think so. Not uh, not based on my knowledge. Um, but you know, it might come out again. I might notice it this time around since you know I noticed so many more things last time watching Iron Man. Um, but like I said, like I'm not as um on top of all the specifics of this. One, just because I haven't seen it as many times as the others. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the the one that I, like, even this time I, I realized I hadn't seen the whole thing because I, when I originally saw it, I don't think I saw the opening credits. Got it. Um, which got is it, where, you know, they go through all the origin story and all the backstory of how he got his powers and stuff like that yeah. in a very, very visual kind of like, you know, a quick way. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so... And so, oh, and the other thing I wanted to mention was the fact that, you know, um, when you uh, pointed out technology, you know, in the first in the first one, I kind of paid attention more to that. And it was such a it was such a kind of like a not like a it was such a kind of like a glaring difference now, especially because of like of all the sciencey stuff they were doing, mm-hmm. like in the lab where like you had him lay down and you had all those computers mm-hmm. and he straight just like, is like kicking the computer. Yeah. You're just like, you want to do that to an LCD screen now? Like what do you no. doing, guy? I thought though the computer technology in this movie, even though they came out around the same time, was better and it stood the test of time because I think they were using less like real household application-y stuff. Okay. Right? Uh-huh. Like the encrypted old laptop, like that still felt in line. Like when they're in Mr. Blue's lab, he has all that technology gear. But I think because... Yeah, like old looked, school computers, though. Yeah. Like, like, it, you know, bulky head desktop screens. Yeah. And it just seemed more like, oh, this... Yeah, the technology didn't bother me as much. It I did crack up, though, when they got that guy on his cell phone yes. and the cell phone was like this tiny yeah. and i was like that was look at 2008. us 2008 mm-hmm. well i guess technically like 2007 because they would have like shot it like a year before but like yeah. such a not that long ago but you know to see things have progressed so quickly since then yeah. that was another detail i was just like oh that was that was a, that that did, did stand out more to me this time yeah, because of yeah. our conversation last time. Yeah, yeah, um, and yeah, and and just you know, just the fact that you know, in terms of technology, they were starting to use like motion capture for the um, for the Hulk and for the Abomination t- character, and so those were like the first type of you know applications of using that as well. I know they use it a lot in like Lord of the Rings. Um, I can't. I can't remember when those movies came out, but it, to me, just watching it, I was like, "Oh, this was probably very kind of like on the earlier side use, use of like motion capture technology." That's the whole thing where like they'll put on you know suits that are have like all the ping pong balls. Yes, Lord of then, the like, Ring mocap. Yes, um, Lord yeah. of the Ring. The first one looks like it came in two thousand one. Oh wow! So yeah, so it's a progression from that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and and but you know. 
the fact that I feel like in Lord of the Rings, it was kind of like specifically like circus because he was like Gollum, you mm-hmm. know, whereas mm-hmm. this was like kind of the main actors doing that stuff as well. Also, the I thought the CGI for this held up really well. I don't know. I saw I didn't finish, but I saw like the first half hour of the Lord of the Rings and it did not age well to oh, me. Oh, really? Yeah, I read all the books when I was little. Oh, really? But I, it was like, I know we're not doing a Lord of the Rings podcast, but just okay. in terms of CGI, it felt very cartoony. Okay, interesting, interesting. Yeah. I haven't seen them recently. I've listened to podcasts about them, um, yeah. but I haven't seen them recently. Um, but it would be, yeah, it'd be interesting to f- see like, yeah. And, we, and I think what I know about those movies too is that like they have like very specific releases where they had like a lot of behind the, the scenes features where they talked a lot about how they made it. Mm. So it'd be interesting to see those clips. Like I'm kind of like less interested in the movie when more interested in like how they actually made it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. give me the picture. Mm-hmm. I mean, cause it's the a lot of time. Feature X. I, I think it's because it's interesting. Like again, Amazon trivia and Amazon X-ray helping me with this. Um, <laughs> it took them a year to build that scene, that mm-hmm. the blood dropping scene in the. Yeah, home. and I was like, dang. Yeah. To set that, wow, that's a lot. Yeah. Of work. Yeah, and now we have whole movies like where those type of shots are like the whole movie. Like when mm-hmm. you think about like all the animated movies that come out now, your Frozen, mm-hmm. your your Moana's, you know, all that, all those Disney animated mm-hmm. movies. Um, so, yeah. So, that's kind of like, that's the Incredible Hulk. Yeah, you know? I loved it. I actually really loved it. Um, oh, cool. I that's really loved so it. I'm, curious, I'm uh, curious to see how it stands with the other movies. Mm-hmm. Um, sidebar, when he, when the helicopter almost goes in flames and he like claps the yeah. flames away, I was like, Sick! Uh, just because it was like, <laughs> I don't, just because it like made sense. It was such a like logical, like duh. I don't know. Just when he did that, it was like sick. And then, and then when he actually finally does the Hulk smash into the ground, like at the end, I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I just cut myself. I just, I was just like, wait, are we cu- uh, cussing on this? Regardless, no, I love those two moments. I like, oh, I was cool. just like, I don't know. I don't know when he did that. <laughs> that clap, I literally was just like, wow, that's good. That's so great. I loved it. I don't yeah. know. I love the movie. It was emotional. It was edgy. It was like fun. They were like, I, I don't know. It was just a good movie. Cool. Cool. Really entertained. Well, I'm so glad that you liked it. Yeah, and I yeah. really liked it too. Again, I would say it's still not on my, it's still on the lower part of the list for me in terms of all uh-huh. the MCU movies, uh-huh. but it was nice to kind of like go back and, and see it and, and actually kind of see it for the first time for me because yeah. I don't, I, it doesn't stand out in my mind as like mm. oh, an MCU movie. See, I'm curious to know if I'm going to end up saying this is my favorite MCU movie and it's like <laughs> the least MCU movie. You know, that happens and that I think that would be awesome, honestly, because it shows yeah. you you can see things from totally different perspectives and like, you know, it's all it's all entertainment and all supposed to be joy. So, you know, feel free to enjoy and and and, you know, get from it, whatever, you know, yeah. it gives you. Um, 
Um, cool. So that's the Incredible Hulk, guys. Whoop, whoop, um, whoop. That brings us to the end of our more Marvel portion. Um, before we jump into our makeup portion, it's time for Stretch and Share. Stretch and Share. Where Quincy and I are going to share a stretch and then uh, talk a little bit about our week. Um, Quincy, I'm going to start off the the stretching first. Um, Great. And uh, you can share about your week. And Great. you picked the stretch last time, so I'm going to pick the stretch this time. Great. And this time, I just want us to do a little bit of the the Ooh. hand, pull the hand That's back, like and like a little bit of the wrist, the wrist, wrist swinging. Because, you know, when you're typing in on your computer a lot, as we are nowadays, um, yes. you need to keep those fingers and hands limber. So for um, you listeners out there, what we're doing is extending our hand out and then gently pressing the fingers back. And then you can do it the other way, and you'll get a and nice then stretch. We're also, rolling our wrists. Yep. So as we do that, Quincy, share a little bit about your week. How was your week? You have any any highlights? Uh, I think this not necessarily a highlight, but I have a sty in my eye. Okay. Okay. Oh wait, uh-huh. you know what? I'll turn this into a positive. I learned that if you have a sty in your eye, I know that you can do warm compresses, mm. but I learned if you go to Walgreens. By the way, I'm not being sponsored to share this, but if you go to Walgreens... Yeah, no one sponsors us. <laughs> no. <laughs> for anything. Um, uh, there's a saline eye solution you can get to help um, clean out your eye. So I've been using that and it's helped tremendously. Um, oh. And I'm hoping... I've had it all week. It's sucked. Um, and But it's just about gone, thankfully. Well, that's good. That's good. Awesome. Yeah. So now I know if I get styes in the future to go to Walgreens and get a saline wash. Yeah. I mean, it's nice to know, like, if it's if it's something you never had before. Now, if you get it again, you'll know how to, like, deal with yeah. it. Versus I feel yeah. like the first time anything like that happens, like, health wise, you're just like, uh, yeah. You know, oh, and that's why that's why I look like um, someone who should look be in a Steve Jobs movie is because I have <laughs> these. What are they, like aviator yeah. dad glasses on? And these are actually real. Okay, let me show you. Look at how thick my lenses are. Wow, that is pretty thick. Do you see? I know about thick lenses. Those yeah. are pretty thick. Yeah. Wow. So this is also why I look like a Steve Jobs character. And then I'm wearing like a, a, a collared shirt under a sweater. Um, how oh, about cool. you? Well, um, we're. I wanted to get a little topical this week because, you know, we are uh, recording still at the end of January. And this week uh, was the inauguration of the new uh, leadership for the mm-hmm. U.S., and I will just say, like, it was incredibly cathartic to see Kamala Harris being sworn in as the vice president of the United States, first female, first African-American, first Asian-American. Um, and specifically, you know, people work so hard um, to get Biden and Kamala Harris uh, elected. Um, one of those, those people um, or groups was this one called um, Run AAPI, um, mm-hmm. which is uh, specifically geared towards turning out Asian voters. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And they have. Like, oh, this, by the way, I've been uh-huh. quiet, guys, not because I am not happy about this, but I've been silently. Ba- what is this? Baby <laughs> clapping? Golf clapping? Yeah, golf clapping. Yeah, golf clapping. Yeah. Golf um, clapping as K speaks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was a really great moment, and and one of the uh, uh, leaders of that group is Chloe Bennett, who is on Agents of Shield. So there's oh. a Marvel connection there, and they hosted like 
an inaugural like live stream event where they had all these like Asian celebrities kind of like give their congratulations on camera. Um, but one of the parts of that kind of live stream that really hit me was um, by Nick Dodani, who's a um, he's an actor. He's a Indian um, and more of a comedic actor. He's like on a typical and he was on the reboot of Murphy Brown. And he told this story about how um, when he was younger, he actually interned for the firm that fought for uh, marriage equality in California. Mm. And he talked about how once um, it was re-legalized because there was Prop 8 and then it mm -hmm. passed and then they fought to repeal it. But once it got re-legalized uh, uh, re for LGBTQ people to marry, um, they kind of like, they rushed the, the city council's offices and, and were, he immediately started seeking marriage licenses. And when a couple went to one in L.A., they were denied at the window. And so they're like, well, this just got passed. Like, we you should be we should be able to get these licenses now. And the what happened was the person, one of the organizers was with the couple um, while they're at the window. And they're like, OK, give us one moment. And they got Kamala Harris on the phone because she was the attorney general of California at that time. And she was like, hey, they're like, hey, they're not issuing licenses yet. Um, what Can you help us? And she was like, yes, put the guy on the phone. <laughs> so they got the supervisor and Kamala Harris on the phone was just like, start issuing licenses now. <laughs> you, wow, you, that's this amazing. Is, this is now legal. Do it. And the guy was like, uh, OK. And so like the fact that like in that moment, like this is now our vice president and she has been helping, you know, expand rights for underrepresented people you know, for, for this long and to see like relive that moment, to see him relive that yeah. moment, um, was, was just like very, uh, very, very emotional and very kind of like, uh, inspiring to be like, yeah. Oh, look, she's been, she's been doing this. And yes. she's gonna, now she's even doing this, um, on a, on an even grander level. Bigger, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I saw a sign when they became president and vice president elect near my neighborhood. Someone called her Mamala. <laughs> like which i loved um yeah yeah it's a very big deal um i was like strapping in for something insane to happen last I, everyone was yeah yeah and it was so nice that like nothing happened on the yeah. first day of the, it was like oh this is how it's supposed to be yeah yeah we were we were able to do it peacefully and and now we're in a new era and you know there's much work to be done but you know yes. it was that that specific moment really hit me this week because it really kind of like you know gave it reminded me like oh yes like this is work that has been been been, do, been the happening works. she has been doing it she will continue to do it and now it's you know it it it, it showed the trail in which she had traveled mm -hmm. and i realized mm -hmm. like oh shoot i remember that happening like i'm from california I mm -hmm. lived through that election where I, I voted in that election where I voted against Prop 8, but then it ended up passing anyways. And then they had to go to the courts. And then, you know, and then I remember people dancing in the streets when it was repealed. And then and to see that moment of her being playing the, a part, her, her part in that in that moment was like really inspiring and just made the whole kind of like, you know, this next step seem that mm -hmm. much more like, you know, important and uh, historic. Yay! Yay! So 
that was our stretch and share. Stretch and share. Um, and so now we are going, we are going into going our to our makeup, makeup portion. Now um, today, uh, Quincy, do you want to tell us what uh, item we are going to be? applying today we are going to be looking at concealer today which is pretty apropos considering that the hulk had to conceal himself for most of the movie exactly he had to hide his anger he had to like stay in hiding because to reveal himself would create uh unsafeness so he had to conceal himself and so we shall be Concealing, concealing as well. I have mine as well. Um, just so you guys know, concealer is a color corrector, and it's just it's. What's the difference between concealer and pigment? Why don't we just put concealer all over our face? What's the difference? It's just heavily pe- pigmented, and it's specifically to even out dark circles, large pores, age spots, and other visible blemishes um people sometimes will go one to two shades lighter to hide these dark circles um and let's begin um okay just so you know um so here's the thing i did a little bit of research um Uh one so there's arguments for do you apply concealer before or after foundation Uh and so today oh and then Kay, i want to hear about you know how you felt about using primer with your foundation this week um but before let's um but with so concealer i actually put my concealer under before i put foundation over Uh but um in doing a little digging people were saying put foundation uh where's where are my notes um to put it over actually i can't figure out hmm. there was a reason why oh you only you only do it um, i can't i can't read my handwriting so (laughs) what's so so actually we'll do a little bit of an experiment today since you are barefaced today Mm -hmm. um after you put the primer you'll put on the concealer Mm -hmm. um and um and then do that for this week with the foundation throughout your meetings. Today, I actually have foundation on and I didn't put any concealer on. So I'm going to see what that looks like on me today. Okay, cool, yeah, cool. Just to I, see if it looks, feels better the other way. I, I will like to point out, though, that based on what I see, I can't necessarily see what the concealer would be concealing because based on my view you look pretty much your face looks pretty even and flawless oh this is um, true maybe well it's the foundation um I'll, I'll show you where i usually apply concealer okay um so for those of you guys wow i am so blind guys i just took off my glasses so i can apply <laughs> And I am so blind. And you also have bangs, so I don't know if there's anything underneath your bangs, but um, that so, feels... Oh, that's a good idea. Um, so concealing pre, with pre bangs. bangs, I would um, put a little dab of concealer here just because it would kind of can look inflamed, like red. Uh-huh. Um, but I don't do that. And I also do... Wow, I am so oh, blind. Stick. Um, yes, mine has a little wand and a sponge. Um, I'm using... Um, I didn't know it was cream. I thought this was liquid. NARS Creamy Concealer. Um, mm-hmm. Just a lot of, just to be honest, like cool teenage beauty bloggers were using it on Instagram. <laughs> I was like, let me try to look like them. Um, so what I'll usually do is I'll put it on my under eye, just a dab. Okay. Um, this a lot goes a lot, a little goes a long way. You don't want this. This can cake and build up. Uh-huh. 
So this is this isn't like the primer where you know you are like oh let's put a lot on um uh-huh. cuz this will show up on your makeup if it's too much. Okay. Um, I have a little bit of redness in the corners of my nose so you I do go, I yes I have that as so well. I'll target here so guys I'm dabbing my concealer wand on the nose. I have like an old um nose piercing scar here. Not a scar but I like to hide that and I have some redness. Is it like here. closed now? It's closed now, but like, it's like, you know, it's like a little spot. And then I have like a little redness here. So that's how I will do. Honestly, I can't tell. But yeah, I will. uh, Okay. (laughs) We'll, 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 uh, yeah. Um, And I'm. Oh, you have a brush that you're using. Yeah. Yes. I will use a brush. You can use a brush. You can use a beauty blender. You can use a sponge. Can you use your hand? Um, And I, I would recommend maybe. I would recommend using a brush just because um, okay. it will it, you'll be able to buff out the found, the the conceal the product. Okay. So I will go here and it'll just kind of. Well, why don't you? So I need to get a brush. Why don't you keep talking Great. about concealing while I go get my brush? Right. Great. My Sorry, video. and I should have mentioned it to you. Like to me, it was like use a brush, but then I forgot that I'm teaching you. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. So yeah, well, keep going on about concealer for the audience. Great. Great. Um, and then while K steps away, um, I usually, you know, if you really want to go intense, you can create triangles under your eye with the concealer to kind of follow the shape of dark circles, but my dark circles actually don't go that deep. So I actually just go right under. And guys, um, for those of you guys who are tuning in via YouTube, I am so blind right now, but I can't wear contacts because my sty. Um, so I'm kind of flying dark. Um, so, I was just going over, Kay, how uh-huh. um, with the concealer, my I don't have very large dark circles. Uh-huh. So I'll just put a dab and just kind of have apply the concealer right underneath my eye. Right. Mm-hmm. But if you were to like really wanted to get this dark circles, you would create like a triangle kind of like here if your shadows are really dark and deep. Um, okay. The idea being is the concealer, if you're using especially like a lighter shade, when it hits the light, it reflects the light off. The concealer will reflect light. So it, it, it gives the illusion of removing your dark shadows. OK. All right. Sense. That makes sense. Yeah. And then, so this is it. I can't, I mean, I don't know if it did anything. Now I'm just wondering if I just need to put foundation on. <laughs> <laughs> well, it looks, it looks the same on it to be, from my point of view, it looks a little bit the same before yes. you applied, which I think is kind of good because that means you, it does rub in. Mm-hmm. Um, so let me, let me go ahead and, and start. Um, yes. Oh. And if you can multitask, Kay, can you tell us how using the primer worked? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I, this past, since we last recorded, I have been using primer underneath my foundation when I um, go on Zoom calls. Um, I I did find that, yeah, it did help with the redness. It it Mm -hmm. did feel like, I felt like I wasn't putting as much foundation on those areas because they weren't as, there wasn't as much redness to cover up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, so I think it did help with that. What I what I am interested in now, since we are using concealer this week, is 
about evening out the uh, the my face mm-hmm. um, because I feel like even though I put the primer on, it took down the redness, but I feel like it still didn't even things out because then the the stuff that wasn't red, mm-hmm. I, which you know I think concealer. Which are the mm-hmm. dark dark spots, which the concealer was for. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Those do you still feel like the Do you feel like the primer also helps set your foundation a little bit in terms of like? Yeah, yeah. It wasn't I, like I, wiping off as much, and like the product stayed on your face a little longer. Yeah, I, it did feel less heavy throughout the day. I oh, feel good. like. I, um, yeah, it wasn't it just like sitting on your face. Yeah, yeah. It didn't feel like I like I didn't feel like sweaty, you know. Yeah, I didn't good. feel like uh as like as, it wasn't as like mad. I didn't feel like it was matted as much, I mm-hmm. guess. Um so I'm going to put on the primer first. Mm-hmm. I've been putting it just like directly on mm-hmm. red areas and and a lot on my forehead because mm-hmm. I have spots on my forehead. Mhm. Um, oh, and then and then um, I just quickly looked up um, before after um, concealer application. What they're saying is they the internet is saying is you want to the risk you run of putting concealer after if you put it on before is that it'll kind of you'll just move the concealer around your uh-huh. foundation when you apply foundation um it seems like the general consensus seems to be is if you have a concealer that is also color blocking so if your concealer concealer had like green pigmentation to again help with the uh, to reduce the redness you'd apply that first then the foundation okay well i have primer that's supposed to reduce yes. redness yes so- yes yes, yes. How does that factor? Um, I think it, it all helps. Um, we're we're going to apply the concealer first today. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, I think throughout this week, Kay, maybe experiment with what seems to work for you. Try the concealer before the foundation and, and then, then try the after. concealer after and see what happens. Okay. And yeah. so and so just to recap, concealer concealer after makes it so... So you're you're not just rubbing the concealer around when you're applying foundation. when you're applying foundation, yeah. but you but, still have to like buff it. You know, you still want to buff it in so that it's not just like a white, not a white, but like you know, a spot of makeup sitting on your face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I guess I guess knowing that, like, what's the advantage or or in comparison? the difference of applying it before or is that just because you always knew thought to for do me it that way? um for me i think i was taught and also okay you can put the primer over your face too since you'll be you know oh you like, don't have to, like like lotion i'm uh, not lotion i guess like lotion but like you can apply it since the it's also supposed like the foundation it's supposed to help um like seal not seal create a barrier for your face and it's not body treatment you can apply it to your entire face okay that's yeah. good you know I thought I was supposed to just do it on the red parts. No, you can do it to your whole face. Okay. I think. Watch, like, the tween <laughs> come for me and be like, she doesn't know what she's talking about. <laughs> well, listen. We'll have time to tween. correct. Yeah. Before I'm learning just as well as you. I never said I was a makeup artist. Yeah. And like I said, I'm not the epitome ultimate Marvel knowledge fan, yep. no- well, knowledge-wise. I'm just... This is just girls helping off, girls. Yeah. Based know? off our knowledge and our experience, we're sharing uh, how we know what how we to know. do things. 
Okay. Yeah. So I think I think Great. the primer is pri- the prime. I've primed my prime. The face. My prime. You've primed your face. Primed. You've yes. Pri- primed your face prime. with primer. <laughs> it's funny that primer is like a makeup word because I feel like it's very science fiction. Like prime. Optimus mm-hmm. Prime, mm-hmm. like the Prime. Also, Primer, of- I just have, sometimes I have flashbacks because isn't Primer like Prime a uh, calculus word too? Yes, it's a calculus word too. Mm-hmm. Prime numbers. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's yeah. do this concealer. Okay. So, um, this is my concealer. It's Smashbox High Definition Concealer. Oh, that's a very good concealer. It was probably what I bought the last time I had to do something theatrical mm-hmm. or on camera. And people okay. were just like, don't forget to buy concealer. And I was like, mm-hmm. I you can do like a little is. dot. Okay. Yes. Um, and then use your brush. Okay. So I'm, I'm, I, I, it doesn't have a wand thingy. So how should I apply it with my finger or with do you, the brush? Do you have, I, th- I would say use your brush because okay. it'll help you be more accurate. And so okay. if I were you, I would dab. So I put the, it, I put it on the brush that's like great. that. Oh, and you and I have matching brushes. Look at that. Look at that. Um, and then let's start with your under. Um, where do you want to start? Let's, let's actually go with what your flow Let, let's is. Let's do forehead. Cause okay. as you can see, I have these dark spots. I also have like a red. I have a bit of a red spot now. Uh-huh. Um, so I think you could go just go up there and just like lightly brush. And obviously, you know, doing this in front of a mirror would help. Yeah. Yeah. I think that might be a lot of color. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I, I'm using too much. I'm using too yeah, much. Yeah. And then, so why don't you use some of the brush? So Kate right now looks like she went to like reverse Ash Wednesday because <laughs> it's just like a white smudge on her forehead. You look so cute. Um, you can use some of the brush there and use the pigmentation to go and target your under eye if you want. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to wipe some off and put it on my under eye. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Good, good, good. Relax your forehead because that's creating oh, wrinkles. Okay. okay, relax in the forehead. So if you want to get your under eye, K, you can um, look up and gently brush like this. Looking up. Yeah. Okay. Look up, up and, and gently brush. Yeah. I was like, I, I can't look at myself and look up at the same time. So I should yeah. look up. Or up. what you can do is if you're using the mirror, K, you can do this. You can look down and do that. Look down. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. That's Tuck good. your chin in. Yes. Oh, and I'm hitting the mic <laughs> with the bush. Okay. I, All right. I think you might have. Okay. And, okay. So for. <laughs> I think. <laughs> okay. <you're, laughs> it just looks so adorable right did, now. Did you ever um, see that I Star think Trek under- movie where it's like they had like, they were like covered in white in white um like dust i feel like i'm like that it was like yes. one of the newer star trek movies i think um for your i like the um, under, under eye, eye though. concealer um yes I like um, it- you can you cannot you can be a little less generous generous with your um uh so don't use as much okay. <laughs> yes um mostly because you're going from your under eye to your cheeks now <laughs> and, <laughs> and you really <laughs> So that, so that a good thing or a bad thing? Because you're just laughing. So you just you just look so cute right now because there's so much concealer. There's just so much concealer on your face. I'm sorry. You should have explained it better. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, 
<laughs> these, are, these, are, these are fun tears. Just no, these are, no, I'm also tearing up. Um, so, okay, so I use um, too much. Yes. I, think I think we've established <laughs> yes. that. Because uh, you're under eye. You don't have to come all the way down here. You just really want to kind of think of. I'll send you a diagram, too. You want to kind of think about just right here. Just that, and that's why the brush is important. Just, and maybe, maybe your brush might be a little thicker. Um, okay. You just want to get it under here. Under, is that not where I'm doing it? <laughs> sorry, um, <laughs> sorry, I don't mean to laugh. Um, yes. Well, now yes. my face is gonna be extra red now because I'm laughing so much. <laughs> Okay, I think what you want to target is that lo the little poof under your eye right here. <laughs> okay, okay, the poof, the poof. Yes, and not bring it so down. But also, I don't even know if you really need it. No, oh, yeah, I, so, do. So, I do. I do. So, so. I get. I get pretty saggy. I get pretty yeah. saggy, baggy eyes. Okay, so then just kind of target that bag area and not the whole like uh, the. Don't pull the concealer all the way down. You just want to kind of target that bag area. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. I feel like this one looks good. Yes, yes, yes. You've got the gist of it. This one, but the, I still the, the left one's not. Yeah, and I think with the um, the foundation will help with that too. Okay. Okay. So what about this? What What do we do here? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> what do we do here? Are there other areas um, that? And this is what I mean with uh, you know with. Uh, <laughs> Do I don't switch it around your forehead? <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to take it off so I can put okay. it to other places. Is there? Do you want? I, I don't want to get more. Sorry, I, I mean I could get I more, know, but I that know. might just make no, it crazy. No, don't. Okay. Um, I just didn't know concealer was going to be this funny. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh. So instead of trying to wipe it off, Kate, can okay. you try to like pick it up with your brush and then use that area to pick? pick it up with your brush <laughs> i mean okay yes yeah I mean, that's good that's good okay and then is there a different target area well my um chin is kind of usually and my chin is usually a place too you can you can just gently um yeah very light and now i think we've talked about this before but like how do you ensure that you're actually spreading it around and not just like doing it doing rubbing it so long that it's just like not they are now it's now coming off okay so i want i just want to point out really quick just to answer that this will be like a, a way to answer your question do you see how already on your chin you have some and you haven't been applying it for that long true true yes and so this is one of those products where you a lot goes a, a little goes a long way and i think instead of seeing it as a like a paint that you need to paint. I think light little strokes like this. Okay. Uh -huh. Well, help. I think right now you're really rubbing it in. Yeah. And I've noticed when I see makeup I'm like artists coloring. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's not about coloring so much as you can always build, right? With makeup. So start with a little bit. You know how like with the foundation, the primer week last week, you were like, oh, let me add a little bit more. Uh-huh. Right. So you can always add. I've noticed when makeup artists work on my face, they're always very light. It's very light. It's never like they're pushing their brush into my face. It's very feathery and light. Because okay. if you have a good brush and you have good products, it it it'll and see your chin is great. You haven't even put that much on, and yeah. I can see that it's applied. Yeah, um, I, I I see it. I see it. Yeah, and the and the goal too with the concealer 
okay is not to like cover your whole chin is just to get those like just that like yeah just the spot okay okay and then there's kind of one here too yeah okay yeah i think your brush might be a little bit big because now that i'm seeing it in proportion to the um spot i think your brush is wider and that's why you're getting more surface area covered on your face so when you so is that like a different so i use this brush to apply my foundation is that the same brush you use to apply your foundation no so you have two different brushes yes one for concealer one Mm -hmm. for foundation yes okay just because the size like if you notice here um it's it's a small brush just so i can get into smaller places right because your spots aren't like taking up your whole space your whole face right i mean they could i guess but like you know that little spot on your face you don't want to use a whole big brush to cover it up okay yeah okay yeah yeah it's more like um uh like pointillism like Uh yes that's a great way to think about it yeah the sunday in the park with george that's how i know about that Mm -hmm, stuff mm -hmm, like the mm -hmm. you know the yeah the bit by bit and then again i just want to point out with the little dot on your face how little product it took to To, cover that little spot Mm -hmm, but see how mm -hmm. wide it is It, it doesn't need to be that wide like the diameter of what excuse me it's covering is way beyond the actual spot Okay. Okay. I guess, I guess the reason why, I guess, yeah, you're, that makes sense that the smaller brush, like if you were to show me what your brush looks like, how, I mean, they look the same. I mean, <laughs> am I a YouTube artist yet? Oh, like, this oh. is what all the YouTube artists does, <laughs> um, do. Um, this brush is, I mean, I don't think your brush is that much thicker than mine, but it does, or maybe you're just not used to using the brush yet. Maybe it's because you're coming at it like directly here yeah. versus just like this side okay so it yeah, could just I be that too now. Mm-hmm. i was doing it like f- f- yeah. flat on not not like yeah not like just the tips yeah just use exactly you just just use what you need of the okay. brush i will say even though i've caked it on the up top here i still really see this kind of red spot it's okay because I mean, you're also be- and then the foundation will go on too yeah okay i'm putting a little bit more on just to see yeah. what would happen but also definitely um, pay attention to how much product you put on mm-hmm. excuse me, and mm-hmm. then putting foundation and just notice if like because the other thing is you don't want it to look too cakey because if you keep caking the makeup on, it'll create creases. Ah, OK. And creases aren't good. In terms of show. like you don't want you don't want to look like you're wearing too much makeup unless that's the look you're going for. OK. All right. Yeah. Well, I think this was very uh, informative, and I feel like you know, I feel like uh, there was this. Um, uh, I went to this like conference when I was a kid for like student government, and they did this exercise where um, they had one person talk another person through how to make um, a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. This is what that feels like. I've done that exercise. Yeah, yeah, but then the person, one of them, blindfolds themselves, and they have to like tell them how to do it Mm -hmm. again and they have to be really specific yeah so that's what i learned very quickly this is that exercise yeah but also you're also (laughs) learning i put a big thing of concealer on my forehead you're like whoa yeah i think too it's just um 
uh, this is your first time doing this. So it's not like a peanut butter sandwich you know how to make. This right, is like right. literally your first time. Um, for I next mean, week. supposed I'd, to conceal. So I was like, yeah. get concealed. Yeah, it might be, you know, just to definitely play around. See, you know, um, how, how much it takes, I think. Well, how, like, so with how you have on now, it'd be curious to know what your face looks like after you apply foundation uh-huh, and uh-huh. then vice versa. Like if you put foundation, are there less spots that you need to cover? So then you'll naturally use less concealer. Do you get yeah. what I'm saying? And then you can figure out. Yeah, I will say this is probably the most even this area of my face has looked. Yeah. Probably since I plat, you know, put a bunch on. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it will be inter- I, it will be interesting to see. Yeah. I feel like um I'm trying to think what my first zoom is. I I'll I'll it will t- take some extra time though. Um yeah. So, I'll have to make sure just to plan for that. Yeah. Um but thank you so much. We have no, done it. Of course. We have used concealer. We, we have, have used talked concealer. about the Hulk and, you know, how he had to conceal his presence from the world. Uh, for so long. Also, guys, seriously, um, please, if you guys are pure, purely audio audience, that's fine. But please go to the YouTube channel just to see <laughs> how cute Kay looked I while mean, she was applying. You look so cute. Like you look, you look so cute. It was I couldn't, I couldn't. <laughs> I mean, we're we are. It, I am a I am a baby in a sense of just putting things on my face and seeing is this how is this how i'm supposed to look mm-hmm. ah. it um, looks great it looks great now now that you've like buffed it out yeah yeah it looks yeah it looks looks even ish well yeah 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 but it's all a process we're just yes. building just like the mcu yes. we are yes. building yes. one story on top of another to create a full universe and in my case eventually a full face yes we are marveling and makeup and what yes yes is that happened well that brings us to the end and that is all the time we have for today thanks so much for listening and or watching and if you'd like to reach out to us or find out more about marvel and makeup you can follow us on all social media at marvel and makeup or you can email us at marvel and makeup pod at gmail.com Yes, and please rate and review and subscribe um, or wherever you're watching us or listening to us, um, wherever you find your podcasts or your YouTubes. Please give us five stars or we'll never hear the end of it from our Asian moms. They will be so disappointed in us. So disappointed. Um, So thank you so much. We'll catch you next time on Marvel and and Makeup. Makeup. Marvel Makeup is hosted and produced by Quincy Cho and Kay Kanapu. Quincy is an actor-writer based in Los Angeles, California. Kay is a writer-performer for Filipino AF and an alum of the CBS Diversity Sketch Showcase. You can follow them on Twitter and Instagram at Quincy Dinosaur and at Kay Kanapu. The music for Marvel Makeup was composed by Clarence Yap and our artwork was designed by Patty Lynn. You can find them on Instagram at Clarence underscore Yap and at PattyLynn.jpg. See our show notes for even more info. It was a lot, a lot of Googles today, but also it was just so funny because you you were so bold with it. You were like so committed and you went, <laughs> Pat, and I was like, nah, too late, too late. <laughs> I was like the Hulk punching myself in the face. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I uh-huh. am concealer.